Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I'm a Buddhist, I'm a Muslim, I'm a Christian, I'm whatever you want me to be. It all comes down to the same thing. You're in a loving place or you're in an unloving place. I just want to be myself. If I lose a few fringe people who can't deal with the fact that there's other forces in the world, that's okay with me. The meaning of life? You want to know what it is? Love yourself. Jim Carrey is loved by many. Known for his roles in Dumb and Dumber, The Mask, Ace Ventura, and many more. He's made a name as one of the funniest people on earth. Although for decades, there has been a spiritual side to Jim that is often overlooked or misinterpreted. In 2009, he told a story about a mystical experience he had, which pushed him down a path of spiritual awakening. A few months ago, after knowing Eckhart Tolle for a while and studying the books, I woke up and I suddenly got it. I understood suddenly how thought was just an illusory thing. Uh, And how thought is responsible for, if not all, most of the suffering we experience. And then I suddenly felt like I was looking at these thoughts from another perspective and I wondered who is it that's aware that I'm thinking and suddenly I was thrown into this expansive amazing feeling of freedom from myself from my problems I saw that I was bigger than what I do I was bigger than my body. I was everything and everyone. I was no longer a fragment of the universe. I was the universe. And ever since that day, I've been trying to get back there. (laughs) It's like riding a wave. Sometimes I'm on, sometimes I'm off. But at least I know where I want to go. And that I want to take as many people with me as I possibly can because the feeling is amazing. You know, it's our intention. Our intention is everything. Nothing happens on this planet without it. Not one single thing has ever been accomplished without intention. 
So I started thinking about my life and I started thinking about this conference and what we're about. And, and I looked back and I thought, well, I was two people my whole life. I was in the living room entertaining people, being a monkey, you know, doing my thing for the company and, and trying to relieve my mother who was suffering. She had uh, rheumatoid arthritis and phlebitis and everything, everything under the sun that was nagging at her. And she was depressed. And I wanted her to be free. And I wanted her to realize that her life was worth something because she gave birth to someone who was worth something. And then I would go into my room and I would sit with a legal pad. <laughs> I was a little kid. I would sit there and I would try to figure out what it meant, what it was all about. Why are we here? What is this? Jim describes that he once read from Buddha that all spirituality is relieving from suffering. Similarly, the Buddha summarized the reality of suffering in the four truths. One, our lives are pervaded by suffering, both obvious and subtle. Two, there is an identifiable cause of our suffering. Three, because we know its cause, we can free ourselves from suffering. And four, there is a specific path we can follow to end suffering, which consists of meditation, wisdom, and ethical living. Buddha's teachings on suffering resonated with Jim, as he realized that he was trying to relieve his mother from suffering all along. One day, I read something from Buddha that said that all spirituality is about relieving suffering. And I suddenly realized, that's what I'm doing in the other room. <laughs> and, and I'm aligned. You know, this, my purpose is aligned with this. So I felt incredibly lucky. I lose sight of that all the time. I get caught up in different concerns and ego concerns. But I'm so lucky to be a part of this community and to, to, to do something that is of value. And he's relieved more than just his mother from suffering. With countless timeless performances, there's something for everyone to find escape from their own life's strife. One of which being his portrayal of Andy Kaufman in the 1999 film Man on the Moon. Following the film, he had another awakening experience where he saw through his ego. It was a, definitely an important moment in the process where I found myself uh, subjugating Jim Carrey for Andy Kaufman and Tony Clifton. And then, uh, and then at the end of it, looking for Jim Carrey again and having trouble finding him. And at a certain point, I, I realized, hey, wait a second. You know, if it's so easy to lose Jim Carrey, who the hell is Jim Carrey? Or I was kind of watching from another place. And there's been a series of kind of awakenings I've had in my life. And, uh, you know, people chalk it up to depression and all that stuff. I think that, you know, grief and sadness and all those things are, are, are the, the ticket home uh, to nothing. I think that that was a part of the process. There's been several other awakenings and, and, and yet still I, I have a lot of egoic attachments that, that, uh, that pull my attention and focus. This experience suggests that the distinction between Jim Carrey and his iconic roles can become blurred. 
However, Jim has an interesting perspective on this notion. You said you've kind of disassociated yourself with, with Jim Carrey, but does it, you know, everyone, we see your face, there's so many iconic roles in so many of our favorite movies from Eternal Sunshine, Dumb and Dumber and everything. Does that it, has nothing to do with Jim Carrey. That, that has nothing that, to do with Jim no, Carrey. Nothing at all to do with Jim Carrey. That's just, that's just what happened. And, uh, and it was, it is wonderful. And uh, there's insane gratitude around it and uh, wonder around it. How did it happen? And, and uh, uh, fulfillment from it. And uh, it's, I look back at it and I, and I, I, I see something beautiful that, that rose out of nothing and happened for no one. You know, it just, it just was. Like, it was almost like every six months to a year, we saw this like huge Jim Carrey comedy. Do you miss that? No, I honestly, there's nothing but this. You're my universe. You know what I mean? So I, I'm not looking forward and I'm not looking backward and I'm not, you know, the, the aspect of this that's backward to me is like a contemporary thing. What's, what's, what's good about this movie? It's not a look back. It's, it's a contemporary concept. It's what's happening right now inside everybody is they're going, who am I? And they're depressed. You know, a lot of people because they're trying to hold up an image in the world. And that's what depression is. You know, people go like, oh, Jim's been depressed and stuff. Well, yeah, I was depressed when I was trying to uh, be the Wizard of Oz instead of the sweaty guy behind the curtain. Uh, but now I know that Oz is a character, you know, and, uh, and you know, I think that everybody deals with that. Everybody walks around and they go like, why am I depressed? Well, it's because you're trying to be something for the world, you know? And as soon as you let that go, better things happen because they're just happening. But it's not, uh, you know, now it's just sadness. You know, sadness comes, happiness comes. It's the weather that flies by the sky. It doesn't sit on you long enough to drown you, you know? As mentioned, Jim has struggled with depression. He previously mentioned depression as his body needing deep rest from putting on an act. Here he takes us further into that journey. I've read a couple of places where you said you've had, you've struggled with depression from time to time. I was on Prozac for a long time. Yep, I was on Prozac for, for a long time. And I, I'm not sure, I mean, it may have helped me out of a, uh, a jam for a little bit, but people stay on it forever. You know, I, I had to get off at a certain point because I realized that, you know, everything's just okay. No peaks and valleys. There are peaks, there are valleys, but they're all kind of carved and smoothed out. And it feels like a low level of despair you live in, where you're not getting any answers, but you're living okay. And you can smile at the office, you know, but it's, it's a low level of despair. And you don't take any of them, you don't take anything now? Nothing, I don't take anything. I rarely drink coffee. I'm very serious about no alcohol, no drugs. I just, life is too beautiful. After talking to you for a couple of hours, I mean, I just, I get this sense, you are, you are a big bundle of conflicting emotions. Really? Don't you, you, you get that sense from me? Well, I think you're very emotional about a lot of things. It's all very close to the surface. Yeah, it is. I've decided to be there. I only act in the movies and his level of authenticity is apparent in these interviews. Perhaps it's because he's able to detach from his psyche and see a bigger picture. 
I think that we're all, you know, we're all trying to uh, add things to ourselves so that we can finally define, our, define ourselves and then everybody will get us and they'll go, okay, that, this is what you are. And then if you actually get there, uh, you will find it so empty that you'll realize that's really not what it's about. It's, it's about not only, you know, just going with the flow, but it's about not taking it personally, you know? It's like the difference between house, a house and my house is a world of difference and it's the my that's the problem you know so you can do all this without the my involved you know you can do it uh, in a way that it's not life isn't happening to you it's happening for yeah you know for the good of everyone it's just a it's like a it's a play it's a it's a it's a f giant you know field of consciousness dancing for itself and you're here to make me happy and you're to kind of it's making itself happy you know it's like one soul that's how i feel i feel like you know people say well i have a soul you don't have a soul there's no you but i i feel like there is a soul and it includes everything yeah and when you wake up in the morning and you feel like i'm the universe you don't have to reach for the stars you know you can just let life happen yeah and walk through the doors Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.